so the One Directioner version of Fifty Shades of Grey is officially happening, and I genuinely don't know how to feel. Like a fanfic? Okay, so you know how Wattpad is like this yes this website that is <laughs> yes. like it's owned you know by Wattpad? Harper. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's been, it's owned by Harper Collins. It's like an right. app. And right. People post a crap ton of fan fiction to it, just ridiculous amounts. And um, back in the day when I was a youngin, I used uh-huh. to love reading fan fiction on Wattpad about One Direction. This is. <laughs> genuinely the most embarrassing admission I've ever made. This is okay. And I'm making oh it on a podcast. Why but... didn't this come out during the scroll test? <laughs> That's oh. what I want to know. I wasn't ready to come out of that. Or I wasn't ready to come out on that front yet. Oh, good. You're safe here. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> there's this one very popular one called After... Oh, I've heard of this. <laughs> and they have released the trailer now, and Harry Styles has been replaced by the name Harden Scott, which is not different enough at all. <laughs> not different enough at all. And so I was just, like, watching the trailer, and I could not believe my eyes. And so in this, for the sake of academic research, yes, I am a film podcaster. And a self-proclaimed critic. I went back and read after. Oh. The whole thing. And I just gotta say, like, genuinely what was wrong with me as a child? <laughs> like, this stuff you know is, what? It's so bizarre and, like, terribly written. All the relationships are so abusive. I mean, I have read... Some really great Harry Potter fan fiction oh, in yeah. my life, and I will take any of those over whatever the heck J.K. is telling us these days. She is a fan fiction writer at this point. She is. She's I like, guess. let me make up some stuff about these characters <laughs> that wasn't oh, in the my real characters. books. Yeah, I I don't even know, man. I'm I guess I'm happy for one. I was I almost started this podcast. Like, or at least this, com- not this podcast, I guess this conversation, I guess our conversations are now just our podcast. Yeah. Um, but I almost started this conversation with just like, Handler, I love film. I love cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back home from my second watching of Us and I'm just so like, Ooh. I love film. <laughs> and now we're talking about the One Direction fanfic I'm movie. So and sorry. I love film even more. <laughs> That's what you get here on the Cinema Rolls podcast. We, I love trash. Oh, I'm my basically goodness. a raccoon. Guys, um, flood our email inbox if you want us to discuss the One Direction movie when it comes out. But imagine you are a 14 year old child who is just, you know, dealing with some feelings about One Direction and really wanting to, like, <laughs> date Harry Styles. You're just obsessed. Uh-huh. You watch the music videos and your heart, like, just stops because you love them so much. Mm -hmm. And you wrote a fan fiction about it poorly with bad grammar. Terrible. It's it's such a and then, and then, and then instead of because. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're a best-selling author (laughs) with a movie deal. Good. Question marks everywhere. I would... 
be extremely perturbed. <laughs> I was at a bookstore today, and I'm just looking through all the books, and I look at one, and I mean, it looks pretty cheesy, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the synopsis is here. And I flip it around to the back, and really big and bold and very proudly on the back, that book said, as seen on Wattpad. <laughs> I was like, what? I can't watch this. I can't read this now. <laughs> what is this? I didn't know that this could happen like this. Yeah, Harper Collins owns but, Wattpad, and so they've done this whole thing where they're I like. I mean, it was a real life book, man. Like, I could have, like, it wanted me to spend $16 on this hardcover Wattpad book, and I was like, oh, I don't want to. I'll just read it on that app. Thank you, though. I might not do that either. It's fine. So this weird tangent, um, <laughs> we're going to be kind of more conversational today, are we not? First of all, hello, we're the Cinnamon yes, Rolls. we are. We're Sarah and Sarah and Sarah and Sarah. There's not four. Well, there could be four of us. We have, we've got our tethered people. You never know. Ugh, we can't talk about us today. <laughs> we can't talk about us. We are not talking about us. But I love it. I do. And you I should go too. see it. Yeah. It's very good. Um, we... You know what? It's been a while since we've had an episode where we've just been like, you know what? Let's just talk about anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have we ever had an episode like that? I don't know. We always have a pretty, like, legit topic, but today's going to be more freewheeling, a little freestyling, a little fancy, Mm -hmm. schmancy, whatever. I wish I could say that it's because we're just cool and carefree like that um but also i think we've just had a week (laughs) yeah handlow's just had a day (laughs) yeah i was on spring break and then i came back and the day after a break is so miserable to me Mm -hmm. i'm just like trying to get back in the swing of things and right i just got back from a week-long work trip to texas so i i don't think i've slept in the last 15 years Mm -hmm. and you know what we're just gonna talk about something that makes us happy today yeah movies yes wouldn't you know (laughs) wow i cannot believe we're actually finally discussing movies on this podcast it's bit you know what it took us a while but we're here we're 12 episodes in. Our podcast is a preteen. I don't think that's how years work. <laughs> Each episode, a year. Each episode, it feels like. In podcast years. A year. Yeah, podcast years. We've got a little preteen podcast. Um, she's about to be super angsty. She probably already is. Um, she'd probably Relatable. enjoy the One Direction movie. Yeah. She's looking forward Good. to it. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to talk about today is something, a practice that I didn't start doing until college, and Sarah didn't start doing until late in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, and that is going to see the movie solo. So, not the movie solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> um, we don't want, you guys just missed it. <laughs> I, I, I timed that at the worst moment ever. I was drinking water. I almost spit-taked, like, on my laptop and my cat. Right. 
I just, I watched it happen and I got scared for a second. I mean, it would have been um, a pretty hilarious, like, audio gag because my cat would have, like, spit and hissed and freaked yes, out. Yes, exactly. That would have been great. But, um, no, we're not discussing Solo, a Star Wars story, but we are discussing Solo, the Sarah Squared story. Why can we not come up with, like, how to say, we're talking about going to the movies alone. <laughs> We're so bad at announcing our topics. Being forthright <laughs> is not my forte. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'll make some jokes. I'll make some puns. Yeah. We'll see if we get it's there It's a goof, it's a gaff, it's a laugh. Yeah, who knows? Um, so we are both big fans of going to the cinema, to the movie theater, by ourselves. Mm-hmm. With no one else there with us. And... I just want to, you know, we want to explore that today a little bit. Because I don't know if people talk about this enough. I don't have a lot of friends who go to the movies by themselves. Yeah. Um, and I, I specifically know many people who will say, oh, I want to see this movie. And I'm like, all right, great, go see it. And then their instant response is, I don't have anyone to go with. Yeah. And it makes me so sad. So let's kind of, let's, let's completely demolish that concept of being scared of going to the movies by yourself. I mean, obviously you should be safe and careful. Um, oh yes, absolutely. Listen to your instincts. Always. My, my mom gets so nervous that I do this and I'm still, I'm like, it's no different, you know, from going mm-hmm. to anywhere else late at night. Yeah. Or just Movies during to the day. Movies are my safe place. Yeah. So like, um, generally for me, it I love a matinee, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem getting out and going really early. But a lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one factor for me. I like to save that money. I like to yes go see a movie and then have the rest of the day to reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to get back to my house at midnight after seeing mm-hmm. a ten o'clock showing. Right. And there are some movies you just kind of don't want to see with other people. Right. Um, so the first, are we going to talk, let's talk first times. Yeah. Tell me about the first time that you ever went to the movies by yourself without anybody going with you. Um, so I was a sophomore in college and um, for one reason or another, I was having a very hard time and it was the fall and I was just really struggling and I got in an argument with my uh, boyfriend as you do. Um, and so I just kind of, my phone's about to die. I'm just like sick of everything and everyone. Mm-hmm. And I uh, decide to go see The Shape of Water by myself. Mm-hmm. Also because I didn't want to go see the movie that is widely known as the fish sex movie. Mm-hmm. Which, so this is like recent. This is yeah, with someone recent. else. This was yeah. 2016. Yeah. Um, and... So I was, ju- I just turned off my phone. Mm-hmm. I went to the movies by myself. Nobody knew where I was for like two hours. And I like yes. felt like I was dropping off the grid, like, like a bush person in Africa or yes. in Australia, like good, legit. It felt like I was just jumping off the grid and it was such a like positive experience. I got to judge this movie without feeling awkward mm-hmm. or weird about the subject matter. Um, like, because I took other people, mm-hmm. um, it was really, really awesome. And I was just so thankful for that experience that I decided mm-hmm. to do it more often. Cool. I really wish that I could say 
that the first time I saw a movie in a theater by myself was something as beautiful and as Artur as The Shape of Water, as Oscar award winning, best picture, best picture winning, award winning, Shape of Water. Um, so I, I'm gonna, I would like to say that the, the story I'm about to tell, I'm a good 95% sure that it's the truth. Um, mm-hmm. I have bad, bad memory. And as we found out from our scroll test, I don't remember anything. Uh-huh. Um, and so I remember like bits and pieces of, of my life and don't know if I should get that checked out or not. Um, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that this is the correct story. Um, and if it's not, well, you guys will never know. Right. <laughs> well, I guess neither will I. Um, but the, the point is still the same. Um, I actually, the first time I sat through a movie at the movie theater by myself, I actually didn't go there by myself. Um, this was in high school. I might have been a senior. That would make sense. Or like summer between like junior and senior year of right. high school. In my tiny small town uh, where I grew up. And I went to see Maid of Honor starring Patrick Dempsey (laughs) with this boy that I wasn't even super interested in, but I was like, this movie seems like a fun time. Sure, why not? Mm -hmm. So I went with him. And I almost was like, I I will keep his name out of this, but he's not listening to this podcast. So I sat down next to Austin and he was like, we were watching the trailers. And if this doesn't tell you what kind of town I grew up in, I don't know what else will. But um, Mm -hmm. he said, hey, the boys just texted me. They're over at Walmart, which is like. A walking distance away from the theater. Wow. Yeah, so during the trailer. So he's like, do you want to go to Walmart instead? And I was like, absolutely not. I would like to watch this movie. And he was like, we should go to Walmart. They're, and I was like, what are they doing? And he was like, well, they're just walking around right now, but we'll, they'll figure out. We'll figure it out, you know? And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, yep, that is what you do here in this tiny town. Um, I can't believe but, I had a theater. Can't relate. I know. We were... The tiniest town, but the biggest town in our little county. So we had the movie theater. Ah. Everyone else came to our movie theater. Um, And so he was just so set on walking around Walmart that I finally was like, you know what? You can go. Like, (laughs) no one is making you stay at this movie. And he was like, are you going to watch this movie by yourself? And I thought, am I going to watch this movie by myself? Is somebody that I know going to walk in and see me sitting here watching this movie by myself? And I just said, you know what? Go ahead. You go to Walmart. And he was like, oh, do you want me to meet you back here? And I was like, nope, I drove. So you get a ride and I'll just leave when the movie's over and I'll talk to you later. And so he left and went to Walmart. Uh, I sat through and I watched Maid of Honor. Um, it was a terrible movie, but I had a great time. Yeah, love that. <laughs> yes. So, um, I did that, and I didn't do it a lot after. Um, uh, maybe like once or twice during my whole like four years at college did I go to a movie by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I moved to a whole new city, Indianapolis. And 
I remembered that feeling of watching a movie by myself and the like couple of times I did it in college and I thought you know what I'm gonna keep doing that and so the first movie I saw by myself after moving to Indy was Paper Towns Ooh, you know what just continuing the streak of like feel good bad movies that i love regardless Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and i went and saw paper towns by myself and i had a great time and i haven't turned back since i love that i love that story so what i think is special about the experience of seeing a movie by yourself is you're deciding not only that you are a good enough buddy to go see it with Mm-hmm. that you don't mm-hmm. need to worry about other people, mm-hmm. um, that you don't need, you know, other people to make you feel secure um, while you're watching a film, but you're also just kind of, you're putting yourself first. You're like, I deserve yes. this. I want to see it, and it matters to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's just really, really special. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're telling yourself, you know, I don't care if nobody else wants to go see this with me. I don't care if this isn't really their thing. It's my thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do love that. Yeah, um, I love the fact that I don't have to worry about another person's, like, taste in movies. Um, mm-hmm. And th- But I also love, and this is such a weird, a weird nitpicky thing, but I also love that I can choose where to sit in the theater mm-hmm. <laughs> without being like, where does somebody else, like, want it? Like, are you, like, a front row-ish person? Are you in the middle? Are you back row? Like, are you right in the middle? Are you off to the side? No, I can go to my little movie apps and I can choose what seat I want to sit in. And even and if it's sold out, you can, or it's if it's almost sold out, you can usually find a single seat. Yes, exactly. Um, I think that this age of, because, you know, we both did the movie pass thing for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm doing a list. And even aside from these, like, subscription movie deals, um, just the concept of having the apps on your phone... Um, to be able to pick your seat, to be able to pick your showtime. I really love going about my day and being in the middle of my day and realizing I have a good, like, two-hour, like, time span in the middle of my schedule. Mm-hmm. And just going into, like, any of my little movie apps and looking at what could be showing at that time that I might want to see, going ahead and getting that ticket, and then just going, like, in the midst of my schedule... Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to plan that with anybody. I didn't have to, like, figure out how many people were going, who's going to pay who back and do what. Like, I love spontaneous movie going so much. Like, I love not realizing that I wanted to go and see a movie until I'm in my car at a red light. And I go, oh, I wonder if there's anything showing right now. And I pull it up on my phone and there's something and I just turn to go towards the movie theater for a That's amazing. Bit. Like, yeah. I really, really love that. Um, I do have to say, there are movies you shouldn't see alone. Uh-huh. Um, the Boy Erased Debacle, which we have previously <sighs> discussed, was yes. mostly because I went to the theater by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, comma, however, or however, comma. <laughs> um, it, that was just, that was not the movie for me. Right. Um, but I should have been more careful and, you know, read mm-hmm. more up on it. Um, it was just a spontaneous decision. But yeah. um, 
I did end up, weirdly enough, you know, Avengers Infinity War had made all the money, but I still ended up going and seeing that by myself. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it yeah. was a little nice since I'm the only person I know that's seen every single yeah one. Like, in my core friend group, I'm definitely the right. only one. So, I love that. I actually had the opposite experience in which I made sure that somebody went and saw Infinity War with me because I just knew I'd be a wreck afterwards mm-hmm. and I probably shouldn't, like, drive my car out of the theater parking lot by myself. <laughs> and it turns out I made a really good choice there. Um, I a, a movie I kind of... I'm, I wish I had, my, I had seen with somebody else. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw The Greatest Showman. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which you hate so much. You hate it so much. I um, truly despise it. But I, I, <laughs> I didn't hate, like, I hate, I hate how much I liked it. Because <laughs> I know... <laughs> That's such a bad movie. But can you imagine seeing it the first time? So I saw it, like, it had already been in theaters for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I saw it, people knew the words to the songs. <laughs> <laughs> and so there I am sitting by myself in this movie theater looking around me, and people are singing along, and full families are there, oh like, gosh. saying every word to this movie, and I'm just sitting by myself in the very back row. Nobody else is in the back row, by the way, like, oh the first time I saw it. And I was so scared. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I have walked into a cult. Yeah. Um, but then, kind of once I settled into the movie, I was like, this is not the worst I've ever experienced. Um. <laughs> well, I went with my boyfriend to see that one, and I oh, snidely yeah. remarked the entire time. Yes, good. Um, and that was the first time he ever actually made like a criticism that to me yeah. that I was like, "That is super sharp!" Like, yeah. wow, way to go! Like, I'm infecting him. Um, yes. Because because he goes. Those events could have happened in literally any order, and it <laughs> would not have made a single difference because there was no consequence mm-hmm. to anything that happened. And I said, correct. Isaac, the film critic. Look Truly. At I was shooketh. <laughs> so um, I, I think going back to like the Marvel thing, I have experienced that some movies I want to see both ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw Captain Marvel by myself, and with people. I also, after I saw Infinity War with someone, I went back and saw it twice by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Spider-Verse for the first time with someone, and then again by myself, and then again with someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then again by myself. And every, like, like comparing the same movie in the same theater, and, like, the only difference is whether or not you're with someone, like, it does make a difference. Oh, certainly. Um, but I do find that I really do, I, kind, I do like the energy of if I'm watching with another Marvel fan, like being able to look over during like an Easter egg moment or like mm-hmm. a little wink wink moment and be like, oh, did you catch that? I caught that. Did you catch that? Yeah. Like, that's a little fun. Um, yeah, for sure. But I think um, my favorite movie that I've seen by myself. Like, not necessarily my favorite movie I've seen by myself, but my favorite experience of seeing a movie by myself was hands down Annihilation last mm. year. 
Oh my goodness. When I saw that movie and I was by myself, I really felt so alone. In, like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> in the most alone way possible, right after it ended. Yeah, I do assume that when I move to LA, I'll be seeing a lot more film by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, my boyfriend's here, so we we go a lot. and yeah. he's, he's good about, you know accommodating me the first the first movie I ever made him go see that was like really not mainstream like very off the rails was the favorite good and I kept looking (laughs) over at him like I'm kind of sorry um but also not (laughs) I'm not sorry but I am kind of sorry and Uh he was like it's okay it's okay and I, I said no I and then like you know they got the scene where there's all kinds of uncomfortable stuff in that movie, but, like, Abigail's yeah. laying in the bed with her boobie out, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, he was it's like... okay. He's You're like, like, it's like, really I might have seen this by myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's another good part about seeing movies by yourself that you know are going to have some interesting subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's been there, done that, where there's an awkward sex scene and your parents are there. Mm-hmm. Um... And like, you pretend to be interested in anything else in the room. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, like, look at that window. If you go see it by yourself, you don't even have to really be embarrassed or, like, worry about right. other people. Yeah. And uh, that's nice. Like, The Shape of Water yeah. genuinely was the weirdest effing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was yeah. just nice to be able to watch it and, like, not be glancing over at my boyfriend like, oh, crap, I'm... I'm sorry, Isaac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, actively checking on him. Yeah. You good? You okay? This too yeah. weird for you? I also really love staying for a long time after a movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, with Annihilation or with, um, oh, with A Quiet Place, um, I'm naming such recent movies because, like I said, my memory doesn't really work. <laughs> Very and well. You haven't and done it a whole like, lot since Yeah, like, so like, until recently. Yeah, I um I love a movie ending and just like sitting there mm-hmm. and not having someone look over at you and go, What'd you think? Did you like that? Let's go, we gotta go. Like and they're like packing up all their stuff and you're like, I just I want I just I wanna sit here. As Marion says in Ladybird, let's just sit with what we heard. <laughs> I'm gonna jump out of this car. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. No. It's so it's so different, and uh, I don't know. I just I really love that. I really love mm-hmm. the experience of going and like even just the act of it, like pulling up to the movie theater by yourself, and you're walking in by yourself, and you got your little app, and little like movie person scans your app, and then you walk into the theater by yourself. You find your seat. You sit down. You get all cozy, and then you're just you're just there by yourself. Yeah, um, it's, it's peaceful. Yeah, it is. It is peaceful until someone decided for some reason that the only seat that they wanted to sit in was the one right next to you, even oh. though you had a whole theater. I remember I watched Get Out, um, and it was like a re-showing like for the Oscars. Um, and so I just, I wanted to just re-experience, because I didn't get to see it in theaters when I came mm. to theaters the first time. So I was like, I'm going to re-watch it in theaters. And I'm sitting there, 
and I've got the whole like back row to myself. As you can tell, I love a back row movie mm. sit. You're a um, delinquent. Yeah, I love it. Um, I just have a thing with like people being behind me. Like I don't love that. <laughs> um, but I'm like back row, watching Get Out. It's incredible. Literally like 20 minutes left of the movie. Like I know this because I've seen it. This couple walks in to the theater with their popcorn and their drinks and they sit down beside me right beside me like half an hour left of this movie oh my god and they one of them looks at me and goes how do you lean these seats back <laughs> and i was like you push the little button and then i keep looking at the movie and they're like settling themselves in and like getting their popcorn out and then one of them pulls out like a can of soup from her purse and a they like, open that a can of soup Stop. and a spoon and they start like eating and i'm like this movie has like less than half an hour left so were they, what were they doing i don't know but one of them leans over to the other one this is about like 10 minutes after they've like settled down and they're eating their soup and their popcorn and stuff. Their soup and popcorn. Oh, I literally I cannot. In my I'm, mouth. I'm the <laughs> most confused. What is the norm? So they, one of them leans over to the other one and goes, who is that guy? Talking about Daniel Kaluuya. I'm cringing. You have to stop. <laughs> and I was so like my mind was so far from being invested in the movie at this point that I just, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, like, I didn't want to be, like, like, they'd been sitting there for 10 minutes, and at that point I was like, if I get up and move, because, mind you, that entire row is empty. Mm -hmm. I was like, if I get up and move right now, it's going to be, like, if I had moved right when they sat down, it would have been weird, but they would have forgotten about it. They've been sitting there for, like, 10 minutes now. Mm-hmm. So if I just get up and move, that's gotta be so weird. And I'm like, I mean, the rest of the movie, like, I mean, I'm talking like Rose, give me the keys, and I hear like soup slurps. Oh my god! <laughs> just, I'm done. Like, I can't do it anymore. I just hated everything, and so I just zoned out. I completely just like repressed every emotion, and I was like, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know. And so I came back the next day and I watched it again. <laughs> the entire theater to myself which we haven't even touched on having an entire theater to yourself incredible it's empowerment but i'm so strange in that if i don't see a movie right when it comes out in the theater Mm -hmm. i will often wait for it to hit uh dvd or video on demand and i don't know why that is yeah it just, you just I, like want the hype around like yeah the movie, like, I'm very much into the hype okay um or if it's an Oscar film obviously you know those don't come out on DVD until after the awards yeah. usually and so um if it's like The Shape of Water which came out in the fall and I knew that it wouldn't be out on DVD before mm-hmm. the Oscars um I went ahead and went and saw that um or Three Billboards things like that mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, I love that first night hype. I just, I love the opening weekend, being a part of that conversation. And um, I gotta say, it yields some strange theater experiences. Um, As you know, I love a good, like, a good terrible movie. Right, Um, (laughs) you do love a good terrible movie. And so the Meg was, like, one of my... 
<laughs> most hyped movies of the summer. Yes. Um, so excited. Like, the most. Yes. And I went to see it with a friend, actually. I did not go alone to the Meg. Um, mm-hmm. because she, Chrissy has just as much of an appreciation for <laughs> such things as I do. And so we go, and it's a packed house. And I think this was when I figured out that not only have I become a mature film viewer, but I've become like a grandma. Did. And I'm like, respect the theater experience. Oh. Same. <sighs> Same. And uh, not on a Steven Spielberg level. More on a, uh, just, <laughs> I'm like, I paid $11 for this ticket. Can you please shut up? Yes. And just so, like, I would just like to hear the words. So That's like, throughout the whole previews, these like middle school kids are behind us which is the most mm. evil age of people without a doubt like, right absolutely terrifying. have you seen eighth grade yes they're scary. terrifying people so mm-hmm. there's like these middle school children behind us and uh i'm just sitting there and they're talking all through the previews kind of being rude but i'm like whatever mm-hmm. it's the previews maybe they'll shut up when the movie comes on so then the movie comes on and they are still like yelling so loud Mm -hmm. being obnoxious being middle school children and i look at my friend i'm like i'm gonna say something she's like please don't say anything please please don't say anything sarah and i'm like i'm gonna say something you know what we paid a lot of money for this ticket i'm gonna say something and christy's like please please don't please don't and finally they're like they're so obnoxious i just turned around and i said i paid exactly the same amount of money for this movie ticket as you did. And I would really like to watch this movie in peace. So if y'all could be quiet, that would be great. Oh. A little sassier than I should have been with those little demons. Um, <laughs> I was just like, you know, it's a stupid movie, but shut up anyway. Respect, mm-hmm. respect how much the I... Respect theater! Re- respect how much I paid to come here. Yes. And so those little snot-nosed brats say something like, whatever. And then they started throwing popcorn into (gasps) my hair. No! So you know what I did? What'd you do? I knew they weren't old enough to drive themselves. (gasps) So I knew somebody had to come pick these kids up. No, you did not. I most certainly approached their mother's car and told them all... I told her all about her children. No. I said, I just want you to know that I paid like 12 bucks for this movie ticket and the kids that are in your charge, and there were like eight of them, so they weren't all hers. Yeah. And I was right. like, all these kids were such brats the whole time and they were throwing <gasps> things at me and they pretty much ruined my experience. And so no. I just, I just want you to know that. Um, and you can discipline them how you will, but it was disgusting. And she, like, starts apologizing to me. I'm like, dude, it's chill, but your kid's a brat. Oh, my goodness. And that was when I realized that I am a granny, granny, grandma when it comes to the theater. I have never been more proud to be your friend than this moment right here. (laughs) And Chrissy was just like, no, 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 (laughs) no. You have, like... You, you know, I get it. You got, like, full ride to UCLA Law. You, like, were published in all sorts of, like, Arkansas blogs about being, like, a scholar <laughs> and crap. Like, you, you've done all this stuff. I get it. Whatever. But this moment right here is the proudest I've ever been to be your friend. 
thank you. It was like it's my so self-respect just went through the yes. roof because I was like, you know what? My money matters. Yes. I I wonder too, like, so these like middle school kids, like I I remember being in my small town and not realizing that like the you know, like the theater was like <laughs> this is gonna sound so film snobby and I apologize because I can't think of a better word. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't know that the theater and the cinema was like a sacred space. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean you know, like when you're talking like crappy horror movie where everybody talks th- during it, yeah, and it's really fun and it's an audience experience. That's different. You're participating mm-hmm. in the film, yeah. but when you are simply just being a d bag, yeah, um, and like you honestly shouldn't have bought a ticket for the movie, mm-hmm. you should stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it blows my mind. I'm like, th- people don't have a lot of respect anymore, and it's really yeah. sad. And I hate to be an old fogey like that, but they don't. I mean, I very specifically remember being on, like, a double date at a movie in high school. And the two guys that my friend and I were on the date with were just complete idiots. And we're, like, hiding in, like, the curtains, like, on the edge of, like, the movie theater. And they were, like, running up and down the aisle. And, like, I, at that point remember being like this is so funny and hilarious and now I look back and I'm like oh god it's like one of those things that you wake up in the middle of the night clutching your chest like why did I do that why did I let that happen um and I just think about stuff like that and how like people just don't be knowing yeah (laughs) like I don't, but, like, then I have, and I remember experiencing this so much when I was in high school, like, so many, like, group hangs, like, going and seeing a movie, or, like, going with your friends and just acting like such fools, or, like, I don't know, like, even, like, sometimes in college during, like, bigger movies, like, Hunger Games, like, movies and stuff like that, like, just acting fools, and, like, thinking that that was, like, just a, a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's, like, I don't want it to be, I I don't want to be super, like, cynical and be like, this is an Arkansas thing. This is a southern thing. But also, like, small town thing. Like, very, like, small town, like, the movie theater is the only place you can go (laughs) to do anything Yeah, I think it's also just an immaturity thing. Like, you all grow, um, for sure. yeah. But, I mean, you know, I look back on those moments now, and I'm just like, how dare you ruin the sanctity of art? (laughs) You ruined all of it. Now, I will say, some of my favorite theater experiences are with a packed house seeing scary movies. Mm. Um, Especially, like, so me, my mom, and my sister went to see Get Out together, Mm -hmm. um, really close to the opening, um night like it it was it was still really new and it was a full theater in Little Rock and it was so much fun because Mm -hmm. you know people are like yelling and like reacting really hardcore it's like this this great group experience and Mm -hmm. it's just really beautiful and I would say that like seeing a like I saw Captain Marvel on opening night um and it was all Marvel geeks like Mm -hmm. everyone so like we all stood up and clapped during the Stanley tribute. Yes. And, like, 
we all were so excited and just really living it up. Mm-hmm. Um, every single, um, every single like cheering moment, yeah. um, every quip. We were all just stoked on it. And I, mm-hmm. I do love the theater as a group experience because even if you mm-hmm. go by yourself, you're not alone. Yes. Unless and, you're quite literally in there alone. But that's so which rare. Is a, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But it is rare. And that's... I always... I pick really weird times and really weird movies. So I'm always shocked when there's other people yeah. seeing a you're 10 a.m. You also like going to the movies at like the weirdest time. Yeah, when you. when there's like multiple people in my, you know, what's a good example? I don't know. I I know that I'm always shocked whenever cuz like I'm almost opposite. Like I get really shocked. Like today is a Monday. Like I went and saw like us on a Monday night and there were a ton of people in there that I and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at you guys here, too, on a Monday night. Like, what are you doing? Um, Or I love, like, a Wednesday, like, 11 o'clock movie. Yes. (laughs) And you're just like, we're here. We know exactly what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I I also love um, that sense of, like, the group experiencing something. I remember um, (laughs) when I saw Love, Simon in theaters, you could, like, audibly hear the sniffling and the crying that was mm-hmm. happening at the very end of the movie and we all started walking out and this one man was holding the door for everyone who was and we were all like wiping our eyes like Aww. actively like blotting our tears and he was holding the door for like all of these like young people like walking out and he was like it'll be okay it's fine it'll be okay <laughs> we were all like thank you kind sir <laughs> like that's yes, so sweet absolutely um, um similarly I got to watch or hear a lot of children's dreams die when I saw Good. Avengers Infinity War by myself yes. in a packed that. theater. My favorite sound. Um, I mean, like, <laughs> kids going, what? Yeah. Spider-Man, no! Like, mm-hmm. just the sound of hearts breaking everywhere. Kids, uh, yes. innocence was taken that night. Oh, gosh. It was horrible. Um, like, I do love watching a comedy in theaters for the complete yeah. opposite reason. Like, I love when everybody's just in on a joke and everyone, mm-hmm. like, can't stop. Like, you hear. I love it when you're in the theater and a joke happens, everyone's laughing, and then there's always the one person that's still just, like, dying from mm-hmm. it. And usually that person's me. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing at it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it is a beautiful and rare group Mm -hmm. experience where Um, a lot of people come together to appreciate one thing and focus on one thing and mm -hmm. I think that is just the most special thing in the world this is I think going to the movies is like one of the last few things that we as people go and do and experience together Mm -hmm. like at the same time like there's like like what else is there anymore like I get, I mean, sports I'm genuinely games? trying to think. I mean, I guess sports. Um, but then again, you know, you have that option of just like watching from your living room, you know? And right. like, and you're, and, but you're in your living room watching other people enjoy it together, you know? Like, you don't sit in your living room and watch other people watch a movie. Right. Like, and, and I mean, I guess there's like, there's, you know, I do, I love, I love theater. I mean, I, 
Right. I, sh- I should. I studied it. Um, <laughs> but even still. Drama like, theater. Yes. Yes. Like I love plays. theater and I love a theater. <laughs> um, we should clarify. The T-A-G-A-T-R-E theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I, like there's that. But like, n- that's not a widely accessible yeah it's not thing. common like not every like i like there are a lot of people i could ask if they've ever seen a play and i'd probably say will say no but yeah. for the most part i mean you can ask everyone if they've ever seen a movie and i'm pretty sure almost everyone would say yes yeah um no it's doubt. just a, it's a very universal thing that's like still happening and i know that a lot of people keep talking about it dying but i just i don't think it is like when you go to the movies and see something like A Quiet Place and your entire theater is on the same page the entire time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or like, like got you... so silent. Yes. Just, I mean, everyone's holding their breath. Yes. Together. Like, and being quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a movie. Just, just like when you experience movies like that with other people, when you experience everyone seeing and hearing the same thing all at the same time like Mm -hmm. it's such a cool thing and like i'm definitely like thankful for platforms like hulu and netflix and like all that but like i don't think that that's going to go away anytime soon no matter what everybody is saying and you know this has been a recent big topic in the news because our dear friend spielberg (laughs) Uh, decided that Netflix is ruining the theater experience. He, he decided Netflix is ruining movies. Yeah, but that the Apple TV Plus can yeah. have all of his stuff that they want. Yeah, and of course. And I, honestly, what a, what a shill. Like, he's just making bukus of money, you know, from yeah. Apple. Like, they're just paying him out the wazoo. Because they can. Because they yeah. charge me, you know... $800 for my phone. Right. But honestly, like, I think that Netflix is so important, and I'll tell you why. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, they're so yeah. important, and I'll tell you why. Because there are people like me all over the place who don't have access to movies that, say, are on the festival circuit or, you know, Oscar nominated, independent spirit nominated. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies that are just in very limited release and don't yeah. make it all the way out here. And so and for Netflix and Hulu, stuff. for Netflix and Hulu, especially Hulu, I've noticed has a fantastic selection of independent film and and Amazon Prime. Amazon mm-hmm. Prime has like all the A24 films. Mm-hmm. Um pretty soon after they come out and I think that that's so cool because I would never get to see those in theater, but it makes it accessible to me right here, right now. Yeah. And that is something so special that I think they should be lauded for and commended for. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs and Roma were available on my TV. Yeah. And I would never have gotten to see those in theaters. Yeah. You would have not had a theater close to you that would have shown either of those. No, not at all. So I think that they are doing the Lord's work. By making, yes. by making these films more accessible to people like me and giving, you know, a chance for more kids to watch a diverse selection of film. Mm-hmm. To 
to find their first independent film and just be blown away and, you know, mm-hmm. shocked to their core and realize that this is something they love. And I think yeah. that's so special because yeah. I have b- had to seek out um, mm-hmm. film really hard I mean, for find those, time. like, super sketchy URLs. Be like, pray this doesn't give my yeah. computer a virus. Like, Absolutely. I'm just trying to see Oscar-nominated movies. And I remember, well, coming back to the theater, uh, one of the movies that I had read the book and wanted to go see it so bad and had heard so many good things about and it changed my life forever was Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, mm-hmm. um, which is a fantastically done independent film. Um, it's so beautiful. It has a great story. It's got characters that are real mm-hmm. in a story of cancer instead of characters mm-hmm. that are total heroes mm-hmm. and, you know, so saint-like. It's got mm-hmm. these characters that are real and they're D-bags and they're not, mm-hmm. they don't do the right things and they don't make brave choices. And it was something so special that just struck a nerve in me because I had never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And that movie was showing at one theater. Mm. In Little Rock, um, in, in that theater doesn't even exist anymore, actually. Oh um, and so it's just so cool for me to see Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime have those films, and they've gotten better and better at it over the years. Like immediately, like just mm-hmm. as soon as they can. Um, it it really does help kids like me and kids like you and even kids not like us discover mm-hmm. really incredible stuff. Uh, because I know that if I'm raving about a film, if I say, well, it's on Netflix or Hulu, yeah. you know, somebody will definitely take more of a chance yeah. to go and see it because yeah. it's not that hard. It doesn't require mm-hmm. a super amount of effort. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it takes to get more people into quality film, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that streaming services are important. They're doing great work. Mm-hmm. And I am a proud supporter and they should be definite qualifiers for Oscars. Spielberg. When was the last time you made a good movie? (laughs) So I absolutely, like, I absolutely agree with absolutely everything that you said. Like, I love, um, I love the accessibility to movies that, you know, I even, like, even living now in a bigger city um, than I've ever been used to and having access to more oscar caliber films um and being able to just go like down the road to you know to watch the favorite and to not have to have the experience that you had trying to hunt it down um and like knowing that i get to just like go and see that knowing that from where i live i have a choice between like seven different movie theaters within 15 minutes of me that I can go and see. Like, if, like, I have hunted down a movie before in, like, the theaters that are in my radius, because if I can't find it at one, I know I can find it at another. Like, right. I, like, I, knowing that I can experience that now, but also knowing that, you know, when I did live in Arkansas, like, I didn't see nearly as many movies as I can right now. Um, and so I agree with you that, like, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, even, like, weird like newer things like what youtube tv is doing with like their subscription and like i guess even things like 
being able to rent movies from iTunes too. Yeah. Like that is like a really, really incredible resource and incredible tool. Um, that being said, I also understand the concern that a lot of people have of, of losing that magic that we talked about earlier, um, Mm -hmm. of sitting down and you watch this movie on Netflix and you, you know, you are watching it, you know, either by yourself or, like, with some people, but you're watching it either on, like, your little TV screen or, like, in my case, like, I just watch, like, I just have Netflix playing in the background on my laptop, like, and mm-hmm. you can't, you don't even get a chance to, like, sit with the movie like like I did with, you know, with Annihilation or, like, I remember you and I were so angry about the whole deal with Annihilation in which Alex Garland was absolutely just, like, bulldozed (laughs) as far as the release of that movie and how we knew like you and I saw this in theaters knowing that so many people were never going to be able to see it in theaters and like the best they could get was Netflix and although it is so great that people get to access this through Netflix like the feeling that I had of being able to sit in the theater with it for like 10 minutes after the credits stopped rolling like you don't get that with sitting in your living room and you finish it on Netflix and automatically Netflix is like, all right, well here's what's next. And you're right. like, okay, got it. I guess I'm doing that now, you know? And like that feeling does get taken away. Um, but that being said, I mean, dang it, we can live in a world where both are good and we can live in a world where both qualify for Academy Awards, Spielberg. Both are um, worthy. Yeah, and, like, and and obviously, like, there's such, like, there's such beauty in going to the cinema and being able to experience that, and I don't think anything will ever replace, like, my favorite smell in the world is the weird mix of, like, popcorn butter and Clorox. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, of them, the cleaning supplies of the theater. Like, I love that smell. That smells like home. Um, But I also know... That if I, you know, there are moments where I miss a movie coming through the theaters and I really wanted to see it and I really wanted to be a part of that conversation, but I missed it, like, oh, that will probably be most likely on Hulu with the kind of movies that, like, you know, I want to watch. And and that's, that's good, too. That's good, too. And I don't know. I guess sitting in your bed, like, watching a movie alone on Netflix is very different than, like, sitting in the theater or watching a movie alone. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, there are movies I can't imagine seeing for the first time on a screen. Like, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Like, can't imagine oh, seeing man. that for That's the first time. A... Like, yeah. A must. But then again, I did see someone that I follow on Twitter recently who did see it in theaters, um, but then they they got like the digital code for it and they were um, watching it on their laptop and they were like, you know, what's pretty cool is getting to pause things and just start looking at what's going on on oh, your screen. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I get that. I've totally done that before. Um, there are definitely movies that I've like been excited to watch on my laptop like searching was one of those for me oh yeah you're watching it where it's recorded (laughs) i like paused that thing and read you better believe that i read like every single text in the background and every single like thing written in the background and the names of all the folders on the desktop like by pausing and playing and pausing and playing like the second time around watching that movie you know yeah i don't know i guess like 
we really started this off being like we love watching movies alone and experiencing the cinema and like that's still true Mm -hmm. but also but and and yes yes and that's (laughs) the thing (laughs) i was never good at improv yeah but (laughs) yeah but no but yes it's so midwestern (laughs) yeah um Um, no but basically we love movies i think is the conclusion (laughs) we really love movies guys but we just so cool we want people to not be snobby about the experience yes um either way yeah either way but do yourself a favor i would say challenge yourself to go see a movie by yourself if there's one that you really want to see that you can't seem to garner any interest in anybody else going to see with you if you have a couple hours free in the middle of the day and you got nothing going on, go see a movie by yourself. Yes. Um, I and think like, it'll surprise it like, you. Yeah, and I would say do that in, like, a non-intimidating way for you. Whether that's, like, to go in the middle of the day or to go on a random, like, weeknight where no one's really going to be at the theater. And, like, I mean, you can go as far as, like, diving in and going and seeing, like, a really deep movie like Han Loja did and going and seeing mm-hmm. Shape of Water. Um, on your first solo movie adventure, or you can go and see something along the lines of Maid of Honor. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? He's not listening, but thank you, Austin, for... <laughs> for introducing her <laughs> to me this. for Walmart. Yes. I mean, honestly, um, I feel... Ge- and, like, this isn't in, like, a condescending way at all. Like, I genuinely feel sad for people who haven't seen, like, gone to the theater by themselves ever. Yeah. Because it's such a great, and, like, this is coming from, like, I know I'm an introvert, so it seems like it's like, oh, of course you're going to say that. You hate people. (laughs) But you're an extrovert. Yeah, I'm an extrovert, and I still love it. Yeah. It's, it gives me this level of independence that I can react however I want. I can Mm -hmm. curl up however I want. I can sit as long as I want. I can get there early, I can get there Mm -hmm. late. It is all up to me, and I'm in control of the situation. And as a control freak, that is really great for me. Um, No, but 100%, I think it's an enriching experience. I think it's lovely. Um, Just really one of my favorite things to do. So I would highly recommend that if you haven't ever gone to the theater alone and seen a film, do that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you get a chance to watch something weird that you usually wouldn't try out on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime, do that too. Yeah. Um, Good. We love streaming services. We love the movies. And you know, sometimes we do love Spielberg. (laughs) Sometimes we do. But sometimes we're really annoyed by... (laughs) Crystal Skull. Uh, Remember the post? (laughs) <laughs> boy. Oh the post, boy the post took a god-given spot from get out speaking of seeing movies by yourself i went and saw that by myself the only other person in that theater with me was an older woman who was in the very front row i of course was in the very back row i fell asleep and <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive nap you ever took and nobody was around me to shame me for falling asleep during that movie because i sorry was spielberg myself. sorry spielberg if i'd watched I it mean, on netflix at least i would have fallen asleep in the comfort of my own bed <laughs> right oh but wait he's not on netflix only 
Apple Plus, what a show. Apple Plus minus TV. Taking money from the devil, I say as I record this podcast on my MacBook <laughs> Pro and... Uh, as I'm recording through my audio of my iPhone. And yeah, I did switch away from the... Apple earphones in. Yeah, I did have an Apple TV, and I switched away from that. So that's, um, I would like to say that I lied, and that Spielberg does, in fact, have movies on Netflix. I what? don't know why. I just immediately was like, Spielberg has no movies on. He has Indiana Jones um, is on there. Um, oh, Jaws you're right. Is on there. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean. The Post isn't. The Post, I mean. He's too embarrassed. He wants everybody right? to forget about it. Ugh. Yeah. He was like, Spotlight, let's do that, but with less poignance or <laughs> a less important uh, subject. Man, that was the most, like, made-in-a-chemical-lab movie ever of people going, what does it take to win an Oscar? Let's throw in Meryl Streep. Let's throw in Tom Hanks. Let's throw in Spielberg. And, oh, let's make it very sort of political. <laughs> yeah, let's try to make it applicable to the times. Oh, but. I oh, really hope so... that our good pal Zach Cooper is listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have invited him to argue his uh, defense against the post, but he's not here, so we can say whatever the heck we want to about it. It sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> Zach, Don't go listen. see boring movies alone. You'll fall asleep in the theater. Zach, listen. Zach. Listen, Zach. Here's the thing. Which is my catchphrase, in case y'all didn't know. Here's the thing. Good. Here's the thing. Um, it's bad, and you should feel bad, <laughs> so bad for your bad opinion. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> that is not the cinema rolls way, but <laughs> very just, specifically about this movie. Just about the post, be. okay? Like, with it. yeah, it's just spot, about the post. Spotlight is everything the post could never. So uh-huh. I think my biggest problem with the post was that michael stuhlbarg had like two and a half lines yeah you can't waste him like that like come on why'd you even have him in your movie what, can't be wasting what? him like that because he was the guy that was in every movie that year he was he, he was, was in uh, the shape Caleb of water he was in um, where is he what is he up to i don't know probably like woodworking or something cool hope he's like shining shoes with daniel day lewis i hope his skin is clear you know what it probably is the most unproblematic people wishing blessings on him anyway Um, do we want to take a buzzfeed quiz do we have one um we can um i accidentally pulled up a quiz from the website play buzz (laughs) that feels which is off-brand buzzfeed Oh, jeez, I thought it was, like, a sex thing. No. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound like a sex thing. Um, so, I have found a quiz in which we are going to answer some questions to figure out which 2017 film we are most like. Okay. So, we are going to answer these questions as a weird, like, morphing of Sarah and Sarah. <laughs> Okay. Sounds so this good is going to be interesting, but it almost has to be as if we were to like hybrid ourselves into a, a separate person and what that person would answer. 
So who the cinema roles are Yes, together. so this quiz is being taken by the cinema role. The like, most... The all-powerful. Basically the most neutral human in the universe because yeah. we are pretty much polar out. opposites. Yeah, we're so the same but so different. It's <laughs> wild. Okay, we're going to start off already just just straight out the gate. What is your favorite genre? Action, comedy, romance, horror, sci-fi, and drama. So horror is my favorite. So horror is yours, and of these, I would say comedy. Hmm. <laughs> and in the middle is Jordan Peele. <laughs> so maybe uh, we should do this as, like, our second favorite you know, of those genres, like I would try to find the one that we both agree on. Sci-fi, probably. Right? Sci-fi. I would say the the melding, like the Venn diagram of Sarah and Sarah. Sci-fi mm-hmm. is in the middle. Yeah, yes. for sure. Okay, good. We are okay. on a roll. Let's go. Which 2016 movie was the best? Deadpool, Moonlight, Zootopia, Rogue One, Hidden Figures, and Arrival. So there are three that we really care about. Zootopia. <laughs> um, Zootopia, <laughs> Moonlight, and Arrival. <laughs> yeah. Like, really looking at me. I would I'd feel say, so bad let's if go I Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. I mean, we got it. Like, if if the morphing of Sarah Squared isn't an A24 fangirl. <laughs> and a Barry Jenkins fangirl. Ugh, yes. All right. Moonlight, for sure. Okay, who is your favorite 2017 couple? Sam Smith and Brandon Flynn, Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, Jesse Williams and Minka Kelly, Natalia Dyer and Charlie Heaton, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost and Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. It's I Natalia mean, Dyer. It's and Natalia Charlie Dyer. Heaton. Yeah, absolutely. I Please. don't love him as much, but I do love her. So whatever couple she's a part of, I'm here and for it. Just love some Stranger Things. Um. Okay. Yeah, so obviously we're a movie podcast, but, you know, we do love Stranger Things, and we're thankful to Netflix for giving that kind of show the platform that it deserves. Amen. All right, pick a movie snack. Popcorn, Reese's Pieces, Icy, Sour Patch Kids, Junior Mints, and Pretzel. It's popcorn. Popcorn is the classic. It's the best. But I will say, I get... An icy more than I get anything else. When I, I hate icies, and I don't drink soda. Like I do not like soda, huh. but I will down an ice a Coke icy. Like I don't even like the taste of Coke, like as a liquid. But when it's that frozen drink, I'm I'm like I'm downing it. And then I always get pretzels too. That is but amazing. Is I only eat popcorn. I'm an only. I'm a I purist. Mean, in, the, in the Venn diagram that, I mean, I do also enjoy a good tub of popcorn. So, obviously. Okay. Which was the best new show of 2017? Oh, good. I don't watch television. <laughs> um, Glow, Legion, Dear White People, The Handmaid's Tale, Big Mouth, and Twin Peaks, The Return. I have heard of one of these. The only two <laughs> that I watched were Big Mouth and, uh, what was the, what was the other one? Twin Peaks? Handmaid's no. Tale? Legion? Handmaid's Tale. Okay. The only two I watched were Big Mouth and Handmaid's Tale, and I um, did love both of those. I am drawn towards Handmaid's Tale just because, like I said, I just saw Elizabeth Moss do her thing yeah. on Us, and so I'm like, girl, I'll vote for you anywhere right That now. show is the most depressing. 
Okay, we're going to pick Handmaid's Tale because I don't know any of these shows. Because <laughs> I don't watch TV. I only stick to movies because they're less of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, which 2007 movie was the best? No, I know. Going back. <laughs> no Country. It's like very close to that line where I've never seen a single movie. <laughs> um, no Country for Old Men, Ratatouille, Juno, Harry Potter, and the Order of Phoenix, Zodiac, and Enchanted. I mean, I love me some Juno, and I also love me some Zodiacs, so... Yeah, I love a David Fincher moment. Like, I No Country for Old Men is amazing. Have you seen it? I mean, it did win Best Picture that year, right? Old Javier Bardem being a creepy man. I mean, of all these... I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I've ever seen all of Ratatouille. I think it scared me. (laughs) Interesting. Anyone can... Good. Um, but I, I mean, I do love Amy Adams in Enchanted. <laughs> She's great. Where's our Venn diagram? Where's the Sarah Square um, Venn diagram here? I think, oh, geez, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Read them to me one more time. No Country for Old Men, Ratatouille, Juno, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, Zodiac, and Enchanted. I think it's Zodiac. I think our Venn diagram is at Zodiac. We love Fincher. Although Enchanted is incredible and so underrated. It is the most auteur film of them all. Mm-hmm. What is your New Year's resolution? To go to the gym? To floss? <laughs> to find a new job? To quit a vice? To find a new hobby? Or pass? Pass. Are we passing this? We have no New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are fine, okay, but like... I don't do them. I don't stick to them. Oh, so I guess the Venn diagram then between not doing them and not sticking to them is just hard pass. Alright, which 1997 movie was the best? Titanic, Face Off, Hercules, Men in Black, Goodwill Hunting, and Austin Powers. Um, it's Goodwill Hunting. Oh, but you love Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like <laughs> you love. I the hate Nicolas to say Cage face moment. off, but face off, and I did the motion. You did do the thing. You can't um, see it, guys, on our audio podcast. Yeah, you know, I just love making visuals for our audio podcast. Uh-huh. No, but like, face off is incredible. What a legendary film. He could eat a peach for hours. I, I mean, of the Nicolas Cage films, it is the best. It's so dumb. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, we're going to go with Face Off. Woo! Who knew we'd end up here? I'm so happy. I'm <laughs> no so happy. No one could have ever predicted this. Okay. How many times did you go to the movies in 2017? Bro, I don't know. So, less than 10. 10 to 29, 30 to 50, 51 to 70, 71 to 100, and more than 100. And this has to be a combination of us. More than 100 is insane. It's it's actually insane. insane. But I mean, we're both doing the 100 goal this year. So, yeah, but our combination. I don't see all of those in the theater. Oh, you're right. That's that's literally $1,000 on movie tickets. (laughs) One thousand. I really love a list. 
Yeah, I can't really. A list told no me today that I've saved ninety dollars since using their app. The, wow. Yeah. I'm There's no so AMC excited. near me, man. It's sad. Oh no. Well, we're all rooting for you in LA. Um, I'm ready. In the theaters, I mean, shoot, thirty to fifty-nine not. sounds more. Here's the thing. I'm bad. I don't do a math, so I trust you, and I'm doing that. Well, like you got to look at it like week by week. Yeah, I'm just gonna. So if you saw one movie a week, it would be 52. Wow, there's so much math that goes into this podcast that I wasn't, (laughs) I didn't sign up for. Oh my gosh. So. I'm still in college, so I'll do it for you. Okay. Which 1987 movie was the best? This is the longest quiz ever. It's almost done. Okay. (laughs) Which 1987 movie was... We say that about every BuzzFeed quiz. I want you to know. I mean, these people really be working. (laughs) They just want you to stay on their website the longest, you know, algorithms. It's all about SEO. Um, 1987 movie. Uh, The Princess Bride. Lethal Weapon. Dirty Dancing. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. The Brave Little Toaster. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I mean, hand Was 1987 the best movie year ever? (laughs) It's possible. The Princess Bride, though, right? They're really going right up against 2016, in my opinion, but, you know. The Princess Um, Bride, though, right? Of those, like, I really thought you were going to go for Nightmare on Elm Elm Street there. But I know that's not, that's not our intersection. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, is a masterpiece. Is our intersection not Dirty Dancing? Oh, I do love Dirty Dancing. I do love Dirty Dancing. Okay. Okay. Heck yeah. But The Princess Bride is dope. I mean, yeah, it is. The most quotable um, movie of all time. Right next to The Favorite and Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's get ready to fight. Okay. Who is your ideal leading man? Idris Elba. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ryan Gosling. Mahershala Ali. Zac Efron. And Chris Pratt. Ooh, this is good. It is good. I'm thinking it's between two of these. What do you think? I think it's between Mahershala and Chris. Oh! I'm thinking it's between Idris and Ryan. (laughs) So I guess we're on separate pages. Sorry, Leo and Zach. (laughs) I don't like Ryan. I don't like Chris. He is my least favorite of the Chris's. Oh. Mm -hmm. I love him. Um, I love some of, I love a lot of his characters, I think. Uh, yeah. Mainly Andy from Parks Mainly and Rec. Andy. <laughs> mainly Andy. Uh, I can't separate him from Andy. <laughs> no, he will always be that chubby boy yes. for me. I love him. Um, um, so in that case, if you like, I, I know you hate Ryan. Um, so I don't hate Ryan. I hate La La Land. That's true. <laughs> we need to separate the artists from their art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, do we want to Mahershala? I mean, he is great. Hmm. This is the one that we struggle with the most. This is dumb. Um, okay. Yeah, I would go Mahershala. I mean, you know. That's the artsy We choice. love him in most of the things that he's done. Yeah, except the one. Except, you know, the one, guys. <laughs> we don't want to That who it. must not be named. Yes. Um, who is your ideal leading lady? Meryl Streep, Taraji P. Henson, Emma Stone, Constance Wu, Holly Berry, and Elizabeth Olsen. Emma Stone. 
Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I mean, we did a whole episode on her. Is that a question? It's Emma Stone. Um, okay, this one's going to be complicated. It's what's your zodiac sign? What's I'm a Taurus. The, what's the intersection between a Libra and a Taurus? <laughs> well, those are both good I'm going to look. I'm a just Cancer. Gonna, I'm going to pick. Is it. I'm going to pick the one whose symbol looks most like both of them together. That's fine. <laughs> um, Whatever. Which is going to be. I hope it's the last question. It's a little question. circle in it. It is. Um, it's going to be Leo. Okay. Because it looks like a combination of the. It's probably closest <gasps> to the middle of them, too. Oh, are you ready for a result? Oh, I'm ready. I have to stand up. I literally just stood up for this. I'm oh, going to read the description. Is... I'm so I'm glad read... for this redemption. I'm going to read the description first, and then I'm going to read a result. Okay? Okay. You are independent, inquisitive, and have dreams of traveling. You can make selfish or rash decisions at times, but you always do the right thing in the end. You got Ladybird. Oh boy! Am I surprised yes. it was a twenty-four? No. Am Not I surprised it was Greta Gerwig? No. Am Not I surprised it was Saoirse Ronan? Hell no. No. We did that. We, we are Ladybird. Are Ladybird. We are Ladybird. Buzzfeed got it right. It's really good because Buzzfeed, you've been really disappointing us the last couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie. You know what? They won me back. back. You brought it back. The most important year in film-ish. And you know what? We did it. We did it. We did it. I'm so proud of us. For being Ladybird. Wow. I'm excited. Good. Good for us. Wow. Well, that is it for our show, folks. You guys can call us Ladybird. Yeah. I give it to myself. Uh, Yes. So, Good. Wow, what a great note to end that on. <laughs> Beautiful. Go see the movies. Yes, go to the movies. I, I Go really support like... Jordan Peele's Us. Yes, go see that for sure. Um, please also, like, tell us. Your, like, if you go and see a movie by yourself after this, like, please tell us. Please Give tweet us. Give us the testimonial, baby. Yes, tweet us at Pod. Uh, email us even. Email us your entire movie experience. I'm talking. Why did you choose the showtime you went to? We want a full log. What did you order at concessions? What seat did you sit in? I mean, what were the smells? What were the sounds? Did some person drink soup next to you? (laughs) Did you hear slurps? Um, We want to know. We really We really do. We want a detailed thing. Like, if you send us a detailed... A uh, story about your movie experience. We will do a dramatic reading of it on our podcast. Yes, you know me. <laughs> I am a solid dramatic reader. Solid dramatic. I do love a good dramatic reading. Um, but um, that's all. I mean, I'm bad at ending these. I'm so bad, and you me all know too. this. I just uh, kind of like ramble until there's no more rambling left. <laughs> what's your favorite quote from Lady Bird? <gasps> oh, um, um. <sighs> this was a lot. Mine is different I, things can be sad. It's not all war. Because I love popping that one off at people when they're like, children are starving in Africa. You're not allowed to be sad about your life. Um, no, I think mine is the part where, and, and I can't tell you an exact quote, but it's the part where she's like yelling at her mom and she's like, tell me how much it costs to raise me. Write it down. I'll pay you back. 
And yeah. that just... Oh, that, movie, that part's intense. Oh, or, I mean, or the part where she's like, I love you. And then she's like, but do you like me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess any really scene between her and her mom, all it's of those so lines, I'm down. What movie are you looking forward Oof. to, Sarah? forgotten about every movie ever so i'm looking forward to pet cemetery it looks wicked um the south by southwest reviews were pretty good that trailer came on tonight and i cried because i was scared yeah i know that makes you anxious <laughs> it uh it does it i i am okay so i'm really looking forward to book smart Oh, me the too. Wild movie. Oh my! I'm ready to goodness. relate. I am very ready, and I actually almost said that I was looking forward to a scary movie. Um, before I remembered that I was looking more forward to Booksmart. I mean, was gonna say I was looking forward to Ma, that like Ooh, Octavia Spencer one. That I looks, love Octavia Spencer. It, like I am a scaredy cat, guys. It, and I love list, Blumhouse. The amount of movies that I have, uh, the amount of scary movies I have seen, I can fit on my two hands, mm-hmm. and. Um, for once, I watched a trailer and went, I'd like to see that. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna probably go see that, but I'm very excited about Booksmart. The trailer itself made me emotional, so, like, mm-hmm. who knows what the movie's gonna do. Am I right? Totally. Well, thank y'all for listening this long. Yeah, we, um, did talk a while. <laughs> we love the movies. We just love movies, which is good, because we have the movie podcast. All right, make sure to subscribe, make sure to um, rate us, make sure to tune in next week, or two weeks from now. Or in a fortnight. In a fortnight. Good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, peace. We need a better sign-off. I don't have one. Oh, it's how the cinema rolls. That's how the cinema rolls. Bye. I guess that's what we say. Have we said that?